What it do, Sports Betting Nation? Ace is high here with you. It's a Monday. I got Mr. Hardways to the right of me. How you doing, Mr. Hardways? I'm doing great, Aces. I don't know if you've been outside today or if you had to turn your air conditioning on, but we're here in Chicago, and it's about 86 degrees out today. It feels like we're in the dead of summer here and that we should be in the heart of baseball season. As it is, we're a third of the way through the college football season, and week four in the NFL is almost done. Yeah, we're in the playoffs as of tomorrow for baseball season. So, yes, I do not like this temperature. I will not lie. I like the cold, and this is too warm for me. I feel like I'm getting ripped off with the weather over here in Chicago. I also feel like I'm getting ripped off a little bit today. We don't got a whole lot of sports to bet on this specific day. This is a rough day when it comes to sports betting. And in general, the day after the MLB season ends, it's kind of a quiet day. Now, we did tweet out the schedule for the baseball playoffs. So take a look at that. We've got a lot coming up starting tomorrow. But let's go over to the NFL real quick. Week four is almost done. We have one game left tonight. But did you happen to catch any of the Chiefs game last night? No, did we win? Did, did we conquer? Again? The Chiefs, yeah, so interesting ending to that game. So the Chiefs did win. Seven and a half point favorites coming in. They didn't do so well in the second half. They weren't managed to move the ball very well, but they were up 23 to 20. Just to, they need a first down to win the game. They're on the, I don't know, the Jets 10 yard line or something like that. And it's third down. Mahomes scrambles and he's got a clear path to the end zone. He gets past the first down line and he slides down ruining a ton of Chiefs tickets, I'm sure, because they would have covered the spread on that one. So the bad beats came out in full force last night on social media. It was a sight to behold. Hey, I'm glad our half-billion-dollar asset protected himself because we need him for a number of other years. That is a bad beat. Tough to see it go that way. But, hey, you know, that's sports betting. you got to remember these football teams, baseball teams, whatever sport you want to talk about, they're not necessarily there to score a certain amount of points. They're score there to win the football game, baseball game, whatever. So as sports betters, we have to deal with that. That is exactly correct. And that is the decision that Mahomes made. And they will, him and Andy Reid will defend that to the death. So the Jets do cover. They did show, pull up a fight last night, which was great to see. Another game that I had money on was the under in the Patriots-Cowboys game. This is one of the, the picks that I made for the betting, beating the odds segment on the Professional Fanatics podcast. Managed to sneak a win in that one. It was under 44. It ends up 38-3. to Mac Jones looked lost out there. They ended up replacing him in the fourth quarter. It was not a pleasant experience, but I really thought that this was dead out of the gate. They scored 13 in the first quarter, 18 in the second. I was looking, I was staring down a loss, but they only managed 10 points total in the second half, including zero from the Patriots. So we managed a win on that one. When you've got two good defenses and a mediocre offense, it's a recipe for the under there did you watch that game at all no i didn't watch that game at all i did put a little bit of scratch on it though because i did see your podcast over there on the fanatics podcast i saw that you put them along with that uh palmer receiving yards i didn't take that one though but i did take the under one a little bit of scratch on it didn't put a full-size bet but i was happy with you my man you've been yeah. hot over there on the nfl that, I, I well got lucky this week for sure that josh palmer bet you mentioned it was over 45 and a half receiving yards and he had 26 until the Last play before the kneel down and the Chargers throw a bomb to him to get the first down and secure the win. He he holds on to it. Some would say it was offensive pass interference. Offensive pass interference. I say let him play. <laughs> Managed to get the over on that one. The only one I didn't hit was a Kamara 
touchdown, and that had everything to do with the Saints' offense, just could not move the ball. He got plenty of opportunities. They just couldn't get in the red zone to give him a chance to get in the end zone. So 2-1 and one on the week, 9-2 and two and 1 on the season. So it's been pretty good. Check that segment out. Again, that's the Beating the Odds segment. It comes out every Saturday on the Professional Fanatics podcast on YouTube. We will, of course, post that to social media and let you know when it is up. We're doing a year-long competition. Let's move on to something that's more in your wheelhouse. Let's let's touch on Major League Baseball before we jump into NCAA football and the the weekend as it was. So the red regular season ended yesterday. Interesting day to say the least. A lot of big scores, a lot of low scores, but not much movement going on except that the we now have the playoffs set. And to that end, let's talk futures. You have any money on any of these teams closing it out this year? Yeah, I have money on the Braves to win the NL. I also have money on the Braves to win it all, which I'm I'm sure you could guess. Other than that, I um I'd have to actually go back and check. I don't believe I have anyone in the American League. I had a little bit of money on the Dodgers to win the National League along with the Braves. I had the chalk with that one. I am kind of interested to see, you know, we got the Braves. They're the heavy favorite right now to win the World Series. Not heavy, I shouldn't say that. Plus 310. So you're talking about you know, they won out of four times they win the World Series. Then they got the Dodgers and Astros right behind them at plus 450. So kind of a three-horse race. I mean, are you cashing any tickets on division winners? I know I didn't take any of those this year. Uh, yeah, I cashed a few tickets on division winners earlier this week. It was really uh, kind of interesting the way things shaked out, shook out, especially in the AL. But I threw a little bit on Baltimore to win the East Earlier in the in the year, that was great. And then Minnesota to win, just a small amount of Minnesota. That was kind of a, an emotional hedge against the, the White Sox there. Uh, I've got the Dodgers to win the NL and the, and the Braves to win the NL. If you are looking to put more on the Braves, though, I did look this morning, and Barstool, the new Barstool, has a boost right now for the, the Braves to win the World Series at plus 350. And that's better than any other line that I've seen out there. So if you want to increase your exposure, that is the place to do it for sure. Yeah, I won't be increasing my exposure. You know, I already got some good money on them, I will say that. But I mean, that's plus 350, that's 3 or 4% over the market. So that is a good line. I, w- I wouldn't mind that if I didn't have money on them already. I'll be looking to hedge out my bets as quickly as I can. We'll see of what, what comes of the playoff. I, one thing I think I did have, I, as you were talking, I think I had the White Sox season total over. And it wasn't because I wanted to bet it. It's because one of our friends tricked me into it and I shouldn't have listened to him. But again, it was a small, it wasn't a full bet size by any means, but still, I think that was the one American league futures ticket I had the Dodgers. They've really come through. I, I mean, three months ago, did you expect that they would be the, you know, second in the chalk to win the world series right now? I certainly didn't think they were going to get to hundred wins this, this year. They, they did have stretches where they looked dominant and then other stretches where they looked okay. I, I actually had a little bit on both San Francisco and Arizona to win the division when the Dodgers were struggling, they couldn't manage to pull it out. But yeah, I I'm surprised the Dodgers, what, what are, I've got money on the Dodgers, both the Braves and the Dodgers to win the world series. Uh, call me Mr. Truck. I've got money on the Astros as well, but what what are the Dodgers at right now? I, I had I didn't really see beyond the Braves. I wasn't looking this morning beyond the Braves. Four, four fifty. They're they're paired with uh, the Astros at four fifty also. So okay. Well, yeah, that's unfortunate. I've got the uh, the I've got the Dodgers at plus three fifty. I got them at early in the season, but that's probably I would say that's probably my biggest bet. So I am I am going to be upping my Braves exposure here. And it feels like the World Series winner is definitely coming out of the NL this year. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the Orioles, there's something that's no one's talking about right now. And you know, they, they had over 100, they had 101 wins on the season. I get it that the 
division wasn't that great this year. Yankees did not perform very well. Red Sox, I don't know if they showed up to play baseball at all this year. They were just terrible. But still, you got a Baltimore Orioles team that's won over 100 games. They're not even in the talk. I mean, I, I think this is the NL's year to win it. They won the – They remember, they won the All-Star game too for the first time in forever. So maybe yeah, it's a sign. That, there we, hey, that's not bad. Well, I, I believe it or not, I do have exposure on the Orioles. I took them way early in the season when they were looking good. I took them – at plus 8,000 over on Barstool. And I also took them a little later on in the season at plus 4,500. So I've got a little bit on the Orioles. I wouldn't mind an Orioles-Braves, Orioles-Dodgers World Series. Now, don't call me some kind of guru because if you read the rest of my futures tickets, it includes the Red Sox, the Pirates, the Reds, the Yankees. So <laughs> no, no, no guru here. I was just taking a look at the odds and finding the best ones. But let's let's jump over to the games. We've got odds up on Sports Betting Intel for the world or for the playoff games so far have you peeked over at the odds we've got i believe we've got four games on tuesday so we got four games tomorrow have you have you looked at all yeah i looked at them you know i quick peek i'll wait till tomorrow to make any bets if i do i mean the one that strikes me really is the rays minus 143 going up against the rangers plus 130 those are best lines the best lines for the rays that 143 is on that rivers right now the best line for the rangers i quoted plus 130 over there on Caesar Sportsbook. That one kind of intrigues me. I'm The Rangers, you know, they got in the playoffs. They snuck in there. I think they might take down the Rays in this first game. I like the plus money. I like the plus money in the playoffs. Another one that struck me, I was over on, I don't go on Pinnacle off, off, excuse me, that often. I know a lot of people do, and a lot of people get their information. Great, you know, it's a great source to get your information. I did go over there, and they had, I think, minus 102, minus 106 on the Blue Jays Twins, so Man, I wish we had access to that. There's no juice in that game, essentially. And you got almost to pick them. I, I love it. I, I'm not going to put anything in that game, though. I'm not sure where you're leaning tomorrow, if you even have one. I I don't have a lean yet. I'm, I'm going to let the odds kind of shake out the t- rest of today and tomorrow morning before I jump in. The first game is at, I believe it's at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow. So plenty of time to see how the lines move. Now, if you are interested... There is a book that some would consider sharp here in Illinois now. Circa just opened last week. So Circa is a Las Vegas-based uh, Las Vegas based sports book, online sports book, and, and they have a, a physical location as well. And they are now open in Illinois, and they don't do any kind of promotions or sign-up offers or anything like that, but they do have really good lines, and they take sharp money, and they don't limit people. So if, if that is a good sign that you can get pretty good odds on books, and it's a good one for, if you're, especially if you're, if you're hedging or arbing promos, that that's probably the best place to do it. So for me, I'm going to look at these. I'm, I'm you do have to create an account, which is kind of a bummer, uh, but you do in order to see the line. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on those circle lines and see how our lines on our recreational books here compare to that. Did you download the app at all? No, I didn't. Uh, the reason for that is they do not offer web betting odds. I don't bet on mobile. I just. <laughs> You know, it's 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 not 1999. I'm not betting on my mobile phone. And the reason that Circuit does that, I believe, is because they probably started in Vegas where they used mobile betting when this wasn't all legal federal on a federal level. And they use mobile betting because it's just easier for them to track where you are if you're in the state lines. I did not sign up for a Circuit account. I've heard that they do not limit people. I, I have my suspicions about that, Mr. Hardways, because, you know, if I start getting good lines on them and I do bet with them and I start hammering them, I'd like to see that we don't limit people. I really have my doubts unless the juice is so much on there that they don't care because they got so much juice. I shall see, but I don't know if I will even sign up to be honest with you because of that, you know, only mobile betting. 
Yeah, that, that's fair. And yeah, yet to be seen. You could you could say whatever you want in, in public eye, but when it comes down to it, you know, what are they actually doing? And actions speak louder than words. I will I will say if you look at the Rangers game just as an example here, they have the Rangers plus one thirty two and the Rays minus one forty five. So my not actually that off of the best lines that we have. You can get the Rangers at plus one thirty at a bunch of places, including points bet and Caesars. And, and DraftKings, and you get the Rays at minus 143 over on, on Bet Rivers. Now, that is a really good line there on Bet Rivers. Everybody else has them at minus 150 or above. So if I'm looking to place a bet here on the Rays, I'm definitely going to do that over on Bet Rivers. And then another game that I'm interested in, I'm, I'm surprised that the Phillies are such big favorites against the Marlins tomorrow. Uh, I don't know that the pitchers have been announced for that one. I would guess it's because they're rolling out Zach Wheeler. Have you seen anything about that? No, I haven't seen the pitchers. I hadn't looked into, like I said, the MLB too much for the games tomorrow. I had not seen the pitchers, so I could not tell you on that one. That's okay. No worries. Anything else you want to touch on on Major League Baseball or else we could move it over to college football? No, I think we're good on the baseball. We got nothing today, like we mentioned. Uh, wait till tomorrow and see what we can get down on action-wise. For sure. 100%. We will circle back on that. All right, college football, I will let you. Where was your money this weekend? Did you do well? Was it a good one? I will say it was a pretty flat week for me overall. Yeah, pretty much the same for me over here. I mean, I wasn't happy about that Florida loss. That was my, you know, pick them. That's where I put my real money over a full unit size. And uh, Florida just, you know, they lost straight up to Kentucky. Kentucky played a really good football game. Mr. Ray Davis, come on. Oh, man. Now, who has him in fantasy? I wonder, Who's man. Man? Who, who was smart enough to pick him up at the beginning of the year <laughs> and was patient enough to let him come into his own? I mean, he he had a fantastic game. He played much better than I expect. I should say that their offensive line played played really well. I don't know if you caught the game, but it helped Mr. Davis out there. But he's a great running back in his own right. I do believe Mr. Graham Mertz, which I mentioned, he is a very good quarterback. I believe he had a good game. It's just Florida didn't play so well. Kentucky played very well. They're a team that we're going to have to watch throughout the rest of the season for sure. A hundred percent. And and like we said in the newsletter, if you got our newsletter this morning. Graham Mertz didn't have a bad game. It was a decent game statistically. It's just they couldn't get anything going on the ground, and they had way too many drives just stall out either on their own 40 or just across the midfield line, and they couldn't get anything going. They only scored 14 points in that game. So, unfortunately, it wasn't a win there. My big bummer of a loss was on – I had teased down the Washington spread all the way down to minus 10 as part of a a teaser with a couple other games, and so – the other two lines hit, and I'm just waiting, and Washington's up. They're up 17 nothing at one point. I'm like, oh, they're cruising Arizona. They're, they're not very good. And then the Washington offense just started stalling. It's like they didn't want to move the ball at all, and then the Arizona kept coming in, and, and man, a backdoor cover with, like, two minutes to go on the clock. I'm just, ugh, couldn't believe it. And that's the risk you take. Again, it's a little different in college when when you've got you got to appeal to these people who are making the top 10, top 25 decisions, but Washington, all they want to do is get out of there with the win. And they did, they won by seven points. So it was a bummer for me. That was a late night pack 12 game. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. I caught the uh, analysis over there. I read it. I did not see the game live though. I think that one, you said it was late, right? Cause it was too late for me. I believe that was the Started problem. at nine 30. So I was yeah, watching it until, uh, until about 1245 in the morning there. Yeah, no, I didn't catch that one. I mean, I watched the early, I had, you know, my big disappointment on the, the week was Boise State. I ended up just eating the juice because I bet Boise State on the points. They were getting three and a half where I bet them. And then I bet them straight up to win it at plus 140 or 150. I can't remember which. And I put full bet sizes on both of them. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have 
drop my plus 140 down to compensate, but I didn't. Been hot on those dogs so far this year. I was disappointed they didn't win that football game, but you know they did cover because I had the hook in my pocket. And then Purdue finally won one on them. They just trounced Illinois, forty-four to nineteen, covered easily. I had them on the money line in the spread, so I was happy with that one. I was surprised to see Purdue put up forty-four points. Not surprised to see Illinois only put up nineteen, but yeah, Purdue that that team. Very surprising this week. Hudson Card had a good game. Tyrone Tracy on the ground had a good game. Maccabee had a good game, a decent game. It was just surprising. Now, one game that we covered in our conference of the week was that Georgia-Auburn game, and I'm I'm guessing you watched that game. Yeah, I mean, that was I, I was surprised. I don't know if you would disagree with me. I was surprised by the outcome of that game. It was a little different. Well, I guess it wasn't too much different. They did. They overcame in, right? You said – on that one, I can't remember what the numbers were exactly. It was yeah, it was forty-four and a half. And the real Jay Z had brought it up on our conference preview that this looks like an easy over just because of the points per game that these teams were scoring. But you look at the points per game that they were giving up, and I think it was like twelve for Auburn and nine for Georgia or something. And so it yeah, right at that number, it ended up at forty-seven points total. Yeah, I was surprised again, kind of by the score. I was surprised by how well Auburn did against them. Georgia does have these games you know, especially through the first five weeks, usually week four or five, where they get that scare. It's happened for at least the past three seasons. I guess it was Auburn's turn this year. And, you know, they're not a horrible team. Peyton Thorne is playing some football. Auburn's getting it together with a new coach. So I, I was surprised that, you know, it was only a 7.1 touchdown game. I guess I'm not surprised that Georgia, just it being a random team, that Georgia did this a game, though. Yeah, Auburn certainly played them tough. I mean, it was a 14-point spread coming in. It certainly could have, if the Georgia defense had been a little tighter, it certainly could have been right at that 14 points. No surprise, it was also at Auburn, so you had the road thing going on there. There was a crazy, crazy come-from-behind upset win, Baylor versus UCF. UCF 3-1 and coming in. They were 8.5-point favorites. They had a big lead in the fourth quarter and then Baylor scored 26 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to take the win UCF converted on a fourth and 20 forever in order to to continue on and then Baylor managed to I think block or they I don't know if they blocked it but the, there was a missed field goal that would have won up for UCF it's just a wild game I'm bummed I didn't catch it live I, I caught the highlights did you see that game at all no, I didn't. You're making it sound like that game last year where they remember when they rushed the field goal kicker on the field, barely got the kickoff, won the game, kept their undefeated season alive. Sounds like that kind of game. I didn't catch it, though. I did see they won by one, I believe, or two, whatever it was. It was an extremely close game. I mean, I think the better team won, though. No? Uh, in that game, for sure. UCF definitely is a good team, but Baylor is a good team in their own right, and they they did, never gave up. Credit to them. Credit to the Bears. They, they definitely kept that one in. So moving on to week six, it's a smaller slate. We've got a bunch of teams, like, a, I don't know, probably 20, 25 teams on bye this week. So tough slate if you are playing in college fantasy football, for sure. you got to manage those bye weeks. But we start with two games on Wednesday, two games on Thursday, two games on Friday, and then a whole bunch of games on Saturday. And then the late game, I believe, is Arizona and USC. So fireworks for sure in that one. Peeking ahead, are there any lines that catch your eye? I mean, Red River rivalry, you got to look at that one. And I might do something crazy. I'm not going to commit to it right now. I'm going to think about it. And I got to think hard because I haven't done this in maybe ever. But I might bet Oklahoma on that Texas-Oklahoma Red River rivalry game. I mean, plus 200? Come on. This this is going to be an even matchup. 
We got two rivals that always play. I shouldn't say always because Oklahoma did smoke them recently, but usually play the game very closely. Oklahoma has been putting up a ton of points. I don't know if Texas can stop them enough to keep them from putting up a ton, a ton of points. And if they can't, can Texas put up that many points against Oklahoma? I don't know. I don't know why this line's at plus 200. I just, I don't want to bet against Texas, but you know, I make money betting college football, and this is telling me Oklahoma plus 200, you know, put some money on it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only down in Oklahoma's schedule was the win against Cincinnati. I mean, they won by 14 points, but they only put up 20 points in that game. They beat a really good Arkansas State team uh, that I think they're a pretty good team. They're a hell of an offense, uh, for sure. They they put it on Tulsa. They put it on Iowa State on Saturday, which I'm sure you and the Madman Moj were very happy to see. I'm surprised at this line, too. Six and a half point spread. If you want to bet Oklahoma, points bet. Well, you probably can't get them at points bet there, plus 200. So you're going to have to drop down the fan to a plus 198 there. If you do want to back Texas on the Longhorns, minus 225. That seems expensive. Both of these teams are very good. I mean, Texas, number three in the nation. Oklahoma moved all the way up to number 12. We'll definitely have to keep an eye on that one. I'm surprised, like you said, that it is such a disparity in the odds. Anything else? We are going to cover the Big Ten in more detail on our Thursday newsletter. There's not a, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of big, Big Ten matchups this week. There's no top twenty-five teams playing each other. Both Minnesota and Ohio State have some lesser, lesser teams, non-ranked teams. So, anything else in the top twenty-five or anything in general that you are going to want to see this weekend? I mean, we can go over it a little bit more on our college football preview episode. And I will say the Oklahoma Texas game is two ranked top 25 teams. But one thing I maybe since we don't have many games to go over, you have it available to look at your circuit app and see what they have on this Texas Oklahoma game right now. I know you can only look at your phone. You can't do it on your computer, but is that something you can look at right now or not? Yeah, that's a great, great point. Let me pull it up here. Now I, their two factor authentication really annoys me, but we're going to ignore that for right now. All right. So let's pull what's, it up. what's your password? Just yeah, right. not record so, or anything. Let me just uh, explain my, uh, my, my frustrations with them by giving you my password, social security number and date of birth. That'll be great. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. That game. The other thing is I will say, this app looks like you mentioned like it's 1999 this app looks like and i won't say who if i had done this personally but some people that i know that might have bet through some local people we'll we'll just leave it at that it looks like something that they might throw out here so they they need to hire maybe pull one of our sbi engineers and over there to kind of clean this thing up a little bit it's just a little little old-fashioned i'll just say there (laughs) yeah i can imagine i mean they're they're a brick and mortar sports book trying to be you know, compete with the retail guys that are all yeah, electronic. Yeah, so here's what's interesting. They do not have a money lineup for this game yet. So we've got what? Oklahoma, yeah, it's Texas minus six, over under 59 and a half. That's ridiculous. Th- then there's no there's no props, there's no halftime lines, no, no over no 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 money line on this game yet. So actually there's no money line on any NCAA football games. Oh my god! This all. sharp book, you guys. Everyone's telling me, "Oh, this book is so sharp." They don't even have money. We're on, it's Monday. It's not Sunday. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was surprising because I was going to go over to the Kentucky Georgia game, a Kentucky big dog in that. I was going to see what the money line is on that. I w- I, I was going to poke around and, and take a look here. Now, if we look at the the recreational books, so to speak, we've got Kentucky at plus five hundred on a bunch of places. DraftKings, FanDuel, and Caesars. If you want to take Georgia Bulldogs, minus 700 on DraftKings and Caesars. But, yeah, I was going to see what it was on Circa. They don't have it. That's a bummer. But that Kentucky-Georgia line, does that 500 have any appeal to you? 
it does. I mean, I, I'm not going to bet it myself. I don't, I'm not going to bet against Georgia back in the day. I didn't bet against Alabama. I just don't bet against the best team. It's kind of how I make money. But I mean, if somebody were to bet Kentucky, I wouldn't say that's a dumb bet because they looked real good last week. Georgia looked, you know, like they maybe could lose a football game here at some point. Maybe Kentucky's the team to take them down. So I wouldn't argue against it. Personally, I stay away from betting against Georgia. Just, just the way I bet. That's fair. I do want to mention just a couple of other. There's only two other team, two games of top 25 teams playing this weekend. You've got LSU at Missouri, number 23 LSU. LSU dropped all the way down to 23, and then Missouri up to 21. There, Missouri's undefeated, but it is still on the road. LSU minus six and a half. Now that LSU offense is very, very good, as you had mentioned, minus 250. On the money line at a few places. I will be keeping an eye on that one. It's an early game on Saturday. And we'll have to see. We'll have to see what those player props look like for both Malik Nabbers, as Mad Mad Moe would call him, <laughs> and Brian Thomas, because those guys flew way past their total this past weekend. Now that game was a shootout with Ole Miss for sure. We covered it in the newsletter, so take a look at there. But yeah, that that minus six and a half, that Missouri line plus six and a half, it's something that I'm going to be watching as we get closer to Saturday. Yeah, and I'm always looking at the money lines. You know that. You got Missouri best line right now, plus 225 on DraftKings, LSU minus 250 on Bet Rivers. Stay away from that minus 250 personally. But if I was going to take the Missouri, you know, the heck with the points, 225. That's what I would take. That's fair. And then one more top 25 matchup. It's Notre Dame at Louisville. I've watched plenty of Notre Dame, five and one. They they're only lost to Ohio State a couple weeks ago. Now that Duke did give them a scare this past weekend, they managed to edge them out. Louisville five and zero themselves are now ranked top twenty five. They are number twenty five in the nation, but I haven't seen a second of Louisville football. I've got no Cardinal in me at all this year. So, Aces, have you watched any Louisville? Do you have a lean on this game? It is minus six and a half Notre Dame on the road, but the spread or the money line is a little different. As we, the best line we know for LSU minus two fifty, the best line for Notre Dame minus two thirty, but it's the same six and a half point spread. Interesting there. Yeah, it is. It's just the the distributions, the way they work out. You'll see that. Usually won't see a drop under that 200 mark, um, minus 200 mark anyways, for the favorite when that's the case. But you will see a dispersion between 200 and let's say 250. I did watch Louisville a little bit. Georgia Tech game week one. I mean, they didn't look so good. They won that football game, yes, but Georgia Tech could have beat them if they just, you know, pull off a couple more drives. I believe they had two turnovers in that game. Can't remember exactly. I think it was two turnovers. If they don't turn the ball over, they beat Louisville. So, you know, Louisville's not a team I'm high on, but Notre Dame is a team that's shown that they want to lose a football game. I mean, they've <laughs> they've come so close. And I don't want to count the Ohio State game because that was a, a phenomenal team that beat them, but they've come so close in the other games that they probably shouldn't have come that close to losing. That maybe Louisville's the team that does it. I'm not gonna bet against Notre Dame. Never would. I probably not gonna bet on them because I don't want to lay. Looks like the best line was that minus 230 on DraftKings. I don't want to lay 230 for Notre Dame to beat Louisville, but, you know, Notre Dame is not impenetrable. No, certainly not. We'll have to get our friend John's opinion on that. I mean, we know <laughs> he's a big Irish fan. I think that's going to do it, unless there's any other games you want to take a look at. It is early in the week, though, so these lines will certainly move. Anything else you want to touch on? No, sir, not in college football. We'll uh, we'll, di- we'll dive deep, though, uh, come our Thursday podcast episode yeah for sure that as a reminder that thursday episode that is our demonstration episode where we will be going through the tools and 
Myself, Aces, and the real Jay-Z, we'll be making our bets live and using the tools on SBI to help us kind of dig into to the stats and the analytics and, and making informed betting decisions. So be sure to catch that on YouTube. If you can't catch it on YouTube, we will have it out as a podcast. As a reminder, we have got a couple of sports starting here. So we've got the Equinox coming up in late October. We've got the NBA regular season starts on October 24th. And before that, we have NBA preseason starts this Thursday with the Mavericks and the Timberwolves. And then one that I know you are pretty excited about is the NHL regular season is very, very close. Is that correct? Oh, I'm absolutely excited. And I know you mentioned the Equinox. That's a sports better. And you know what that is. I think they should put college basketball in that too, because we got college basketball coming up. But of those big Equinox sports, I think that the NHL does tickle my fancy. Yeah, October 10th. So put that down in your calendar. That is Tuesday, October 10th. That is a week from tomorrow. We've got the regular season. We do have preseason games going on right now. I know that a friend of mine took his son to see the Blackhawks play a couple days ago, watch Connor Bedard with that game-winning assist. Man, he looks like the real deal. It's going to be a struggle for the Blackhawks for a couple of years, but he uh, he's a guy that you can build a franchise around. So we will be back to talk more NHL. I know we've got a lot to talk about, Major League Baseball playoffs, and of course we're in the midst of both NFL and NCAA football seasons, and then we've got NHL and NBA. So we're going to have to really figure out and pick our spots going forward. But that is it for us today. Aces, anything you want to leave the people with? No, sir. Just tell them to keep tuning in because we've got a lot of sports betting to go over. We have a lot of sports betting to go over. We've got a game tonight in the NFL Seahawks at Giants. We'll see how that one shakes out. As we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely.